and welcome to the Daily Weekly Podcast. Well, it's not, is it? It's the Daily Weekly Show. Yes, or whatever yes. you want to call it. You know, Whatever you want to call it, we're open to suggestions. Um, today, I'm taking the lead, as if I don't already. Um, <laughs> I thought, well, we thought it would be quite a good idea to um, interview Mr. Bradley Simmons. That's me, yes. Following the success of um, Bradley's interview with Tash, we was thinking, hmm, who can we interview next? And my first thought was, this guy. <laughs> my first thought, originality. Yeah, yeah. But hey, uh, I don't, this is weird because, as you know, I'm very hands-on with pretty much everything we do. And this is the first thing where I, I've done nothing. I, I just, I'm just here, you know? Yeah, you just turned up. We just had a major discussion about who's actually going to do the intro, which is why it's been like, hi! Yeah. Um, but no, this is, I think it's going to be interesting to see the behind the scenes from your perspective. Um, yeah, and we're all, you know, both of us when we were younger wanted to be journalists. <laughs> I have used some of the questions that Bradley wrote for Tash, um, and I've also added some of my own. So, anything you want to say before we um, go in? I, I've forgotten most of the questions that I, I've wrote myself before, so I, I don't know what you're going to ask me. So, first things first, for those out there who don't know you, Brad, tell <laughs> us a little bit about yourself. The first question, I really don't know what to say. Well, hi, my name's Bradley, um, I'm 20 years old. I'm from the south coast of the UK, don't want to get too specific, unless you know me already then you know where I am. Um, and yeah, I've, well, what, what, what more do you want me to say really? What do you, do you, do you go to uni, do you work? No, I decided, I went to college um, and I didn't, I was really good at school but college was a bit of a struggle for me so I decided not to go to uni. Um, I'm currently working just part-time, but then, you know, I spend the rest of my days doing stuff for this, so one day it might pay off. <laughs> Hopefully. No pun intended, Hopefully. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> no. So, how long have you been content creating for? Because, you know, Daily Weekly has just celebrated its first birthday, but anything else before that? The Daily Weekly is the first kind of serious thing, content creation, that I've done, especially if it's video making or podcasts. Um, yeah, I've never really done anything like this before. And Jake and I just decided to give it a go during the lockdown last year. I mean, we talked about it uh, in for, for a few years. And the closest we got to it before this was in roughly around the same time, April 2018. That's when we were like, right, yeah, we're going to we're going to make a podcast about movie and TV news. Um, and that's when we first made the YouTube channel. Although nothing really came of it. We were both busy with college stuff and it just never happened. So yeah, and in that time I didn't do anything content creation, but we were given given an opportunity to do to make the most of it and we did. So yeah, that's that. Absolutely. I think it's so important as well to look at the positives that lockdown has. You know, during the first lockdown I started my own podcast. Um that's no hmm. longer here, but 
Hey, thanks to you guys. I, I have another part-time hobby. Um, so, yeah, I, I saw your work and I snatched you oh, up. So I suppose a big question that people have is why TV and film? Yeah, me and Jake are quite passionate about certain movies and TV shows and we just wanted to talk about it and we thought, well, there might be people who have similar thoughts, you know. Other people do it. They just put it out there for others to listen to. If If just like a handful of people tune in, that's great you know um and it's it's just something that we enjoy but as you know as you noticed and as i've revealed throughout these podcast episodes is that i'm not very good when it comes to watching films and tv um and jake knows this as well i have a really long watch list of things i think i actually made a list um probably in 2014 back then with a bunch of tv shows that i wanted to watch and I mean, I don't use that list anymore, but some of them I still haven't watched. So that's nearly seven years later. I'm still behind on things that aren't even on TV anymore. I said, oh, yeah, I'll watch that next week. And I just didn't. Nah. I feel but, like that. My Netflix uh, watch list is disgusting how long <laughs> it is. Mm. Yeah. So it's just that it was a passion for you and that was what you wanted to talk about? Or did you think Pretty much. it could lead on to other things um i think it's no secret that i've always wanted it to be more than just a podcast even some of the games that we've done i still try and link them to movies and tv so that is still the core we're not doing completely different content you know we do try different things but i always try and find a link even if it's small it's something to do with movie and tv and i think initially i, I wouldn't say me and jake disagreed about it but he was taking it which was fair and right i you know i'm glad we, have, we didn't rush into it like last year or anything but for him it was you know just stick with the movies and the tv and the podcast and i was the same for the time like we never set out to do videos but now that's what we do more of and that's something i enjoy good yeah no i think yeah i don't know which i prefer videos or podcasts <laughs> i love them both but yeah no, totally get it. I find podcasts easier to do because it's just simple. You know, you just press record on a microphone. You don't have to worry about so many variables well, like you do with filming. I've got things running all over the place here and it could stop at any moment and I wouldn't know. Yes, it's terrifying. <laughs> so it is, but I I enjoy doing videos more, but podcasts are a lot easier. So Yeah, if that makes yeah. any sense. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, um, audio's... I think more boring to edit because as yeah. we've both yeah. said this like there's nothing visual there but when you're editing yeah. a video yeah. like I don't know I, I just love looking at like your little dirt faces you do when you're not even <laughs> yeah. realising it it's like my favourite thing to do <laughs> I do a lot of those yeah okay so going back to my original question sorry we've already gone off um, why did you want to become a content creator um Although not acting upon it, you know, it was something I, I thought I could do because I wanted to be many things growing up, you know, from like journalism to um, some sort of act or an actor or a television presenter. And at one point a mechanic, but I don't know what stage I was going through there. I have no interest in cars, so <laughs> I don't drive. know where that came from. I No, I don't even drive, but I wanted to be a mechanic when I was like nine years old. Um, but then kind of through the end of my final school years in college my main focus was on business and law 
and I thought, right, I'm going to be some sort of, you know, I'm going to be something in that industry, some sort of legal advisor for a business or something like that. Um, and it, it's, it's on the back burner. I wouldn't ever rule it out because it's something I'm really passionate about, but it's a, it's a lot of hard work. And I mean, this is hard work too. You can't, I'm not, not saying being a YouTuber and being a lawyer is the same thing, but with any task, it's like there's, there's hard things about it. And I just put it off, like, oh yeah, that seems cool, but I, I, I feel late to the, despite being a YouTuber, I feel late to the game of YouTube, because up until recently, I didn't watch that many different people on YouTube, I was never someone who watched, you know, I didn't watch the gaming videos like other people, or like the vlogs, that never really interested me, but I think the biggest influence on me, um, would have to be Good Mythical Morning. I've mentioned it a few times. Um, like, the stuff they do is what I'd like to do. And given I had this platform, the Daily Weekly, it was already growing, and I thought instead of starting something entirely different, just build upon the Daily Weekly. Again, keep everything still similar with the film and the TV bits here and there, but, you know, who knows? If I'm still doing this 10 years down the line, who knows what we're doing then, you know? Goodness. I don't even want to think about us as 30-year-olds. That's just disgusting. <laughs> I if know, I make it I to know. 30, then something either went horrifically wrong <laughs> or really good. Um, and I guess that bleeds into yeah. my next question quite well, actually. Um, who are the three people or three groups of people, because we're a group, um, who have influenced mm. you the most? So, yeah, I would say Rhett and Link for Good Mythical Morning, because... They're very similar and like they were lifelong best friends, kind of how me and Jake are, and they were just making things for the fun of it because they enjoyed it and people started following along. And I thought, I could do something like that, you know? One that I've only very recently, which I only recently came across, was Mr. Beast. Have you heard of Mr. Beast? No? See? I'm not the only one, but he is a massive YouTuber. He is, he just kind of grew, like he was going along steadily and then like a couple of years ago he just blew up. And he does some really crazy challenges and videos and especially nowadays because I guess he's made so much of it because he's been so successful a lot of his videos are like just giving money away to people and and seeing what they would do for this and how would they respond to I'd that and to be in that position you, you know he, <laughs> oh yeah and you know he said in an interview or a video I think that one thing he wants to do especially now he has this platform is that to make loads of money as, as much money as he can and give it away before he dies and I think that is such a lovely thing in that if, like, we're nowhere near making money right now, and that isn't what we're in it for, but if that comes of it, that's what I'd like to do. You know, it's just bringing joy to other yeah, people. absolutely. You know? um, and then thirdly, I would say another big passion of mine is Lego. There's no secret about that. I did kind of, well, just beside me, I did have a bunch of it, but I've cleared oh, it all the way now. Oh, you've got rid of it, have you? But, <laughs> no. <laughs> No, I haven't gotten rid of it. Never. No, I've just I just cleared it away. It's just somewhere else in the room. Um, I, I was running out of space for all my hobbies, you see. So another YouTuber called Jang Bricks. He does a lot of um, Lego reviews and making really cool things. Some things you would think, wow, you can make that out of Lego. Like, yes, you can. It's not just for kids, you know. So. And he, he's just doing it because he enjoys it. And again, it's like some of these people aren't in it to make the money or whatever, or the fame that comes with it. It's just doing something they enjoy. And if people watch it and like it, 
that's a bonus and uh, that's the same yeah, for me i actually watched the youtube video while getting ready this morning and there was and it was a quite a small uk um vlogger who i was watching and she was sort of doing like a Q&A and somebody asked her what is your biggest advice for starting vlogging and she said just do it because there will definitely be at least one person out there who will want to watch it who will have similarities to you um so yeah I think that we're kind of the proof of that like we're just like talking about what what we're passionate about which is movies and tv and people like that they God do knows yeah because all we do is chat so I think we'll go on to your like biggest achievements and what you're most proud of in the Daily Weekly. I'm just really proud of where we've come. You know, it's only been a year, but I feel like we've come a long way, especially from the beginning. Like the first, um, compared to the first things we did to what we're doing now, like again, you know, we're not, we haven't, we've improved. I definitely think we've improved. I feel more comfortable talking to a, a camera or to a microphone um, especially that first episode that Jake and I did we rehearsed it the night before and it was kind of just supposed to be going over a couple talking points but we ended up pretty much doing a whole run through and we weren't recording most of it it was just we happened to be recording certain sections and then the next day when we came to recording the real first episode we found ourselves trying to remember what we said in the rehearsal because it went so naturally and we had some audio problems and it was just not good. So then after that, we were like, right, we're never going to rehearse a bit of content again. Like if I'm making a video, I might, obviously, if I say my lines wrong, I will you know, redo that. But especially with the podcast, I don't think we've ever, ever reshot anything. We do it as a one take. There might be bits we cut out, but we don't reshoot because one thing that I learned is that you just can't capture it. You'll be always thinking, oh, that was a really good bit I said then. Where can I fit it in now? Will it work again? Um, and then by our second episode, it was just so relaxed and I felt more comfortable and it was natural. It was live and yeah. Yeah. And you know, we've recently crossed 200 subscribers, which I think if you think about how many subscribers you have, it's hard not to compare yourself to other people, especially the the YouTubers who, you know, who might have millions or whatever. But think, how long have they been doing it? Some of them like 10 years, five years or whatever. And everyone does different content. Everyone grows at different rates. Like you could take one um, YouTuber that I heard about was, it took him 10 years to get 1,000 subscribers. But then it took him one year after that to get to 100,000. So you could just blow up at any point and if one thing I've noticed is that while none of our videos have gone viral a couple of videos I made as jokes like the tinfoil videos are our most watched pieces of content and I never set out for them to be that I think like personally I think oh there's much better work that we've done that isn't getting the recognition it deserves but I did one for the our main channel and our second channel and it's the most viewed video on each of them so it's like there's an audience for everything and you know we've joked we joked about it that I might have to do more, you know, because it's uh, clearly me and tinfoil was something people in the, across the world <laughs> like to see. So <laughs> I just never um, expected it. Yeah, I mean, I would love to see more tinfoil videos. They are just stellar <laughs> quality. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, definitely. I feel like just 
you become more natural in front of the camera as well don't you like you just get more used to it and everything mm. yeah so on the flip side of that what do you think has been let's call it a learning curve what's been your biggest struggle or learning curve in this past year for me like i've told you this in the past where there rarely goes a day a day goes by that i haven't done something to do with the daily weekly even if it's just coming up with a name for something or making a little graphic for this i find that i'm always doing something for it but i'm not felt burnt out but then i would look at the numbers and i'd begin checking the analytics of our youtube content pretty much daily it refreshes at 10 o'clock every day and sometimes i'll wake up in the morning eager to see how things are doing and like that's i think it's a bad habit to get into because like maybe a couple times a week or once a week if you put something out but i don't need to look at it every day and i shouldn't but i still do so that's a bad habit to get that i need to kind of get over i've, I've I wouldn't say I felt disheartened. I mean, yeah, some things I do wish perform better and they still might one day. It could, you know, a video could be a year old and just take off. But, um, yeah, I, I look to the next project, right? This is coming out. Okay, it's out. What's next? You know, you can't dwell on the past, especially something like this. You know, you just got to keep going. Yeah, absolutely. You can't, you know, imagine if you did that for every single video, you'd never make another video mm. again. You just, yeah, and I think that's really, I don't really check our numbers at mm. all um, because I think what will be yeah. be, I love creating it, I love editing it. My enjoyment of it is yeah. done. So now it's up to other people to enjoy it. How many people that is, mm -hmm. up to yeah. them. Oh, what's one thing you wish you had known when you began your career? Um, Honestly, the biggest thing for me that I wish I'd known comes down to the tech investments that I've made. Um, <laughs> I I think it's safe to say I was very naive. I didn't really, I know a lot more now than I did a year ago. Um, I didn't know what microphone to get. So I was like, oh, Jake, what, you know, what, do you, what have you got? And I got the same one he's got. And don't get me wrong, I love it. But there's, there, there, I found, not long after I bought uh, the one I got, uh, I found a cheaper one, which was slightly better. And I didn't return what I had because I thought, well, I'll just stick with it now. But I was like, okay, you know, there's different alternatives out there. And now I own three different microphones, all for different things. So I've got this one that's clipped onto my shirt for things like this. I've got another one that will sit on my camera. And I've got the one I record podcasts with. And then when it comes to the camera, when Jake and I first decided to do videos, we bought a camera. Before that, I'd using my phone, um, which I, mean, I have an iPhone 8. The camera I like, it's pretty good. It can film in 4K, it's got clear pictures. What's not to love? I don't mind it, I still use it. But I think my biggest thing is I should have done more research into the camera. Like we, we got the basic standard Canon M50. A lot of YouTubers recommend it, they love it. It's great, it's a good camera. But at the time, I felt like I had to buy it like oh, I need to get this I have to get this if we want to do this and I I shouldn't have and even now I don't think like I've recently come across another camera that I do like and I think this other one would probably be better suited to what I do um but me you know me and Jake went halves on it I, we've um 
we bought it brand new we went halves and yeah it's it was a decision i feel like i think he might i don't know i haven't spoke to him about this he might agree especially now he doesn't do much content creation is that it was a decision we rushed into too fast and we didn't need to do that when we did so that's that's my biggest thing is just just work with what you got you know like most of the videos i filmed recently i just use my phone because it's quicker it's easier and if i'm honest sometimes i think the camera quality on my phone is a little better than the one on my actual camera but that's i haven't tweaked the settings on there so you know that's it's a good camera i you know i've got it i don't need to worry about it but i didn't need to get it when i did so that's one thing i wish i knew at the time <laughs> yeah Oh, no, I agree with you because where's... Oh, my box is holding my camera up, but the box that I store my big microphone in, it has all my adapters in that I've ever bought. If I, like, just didn't spend the little bits of money on dodgy eBay adapters, I could have bought myself, like, a decent... One decent adapter. Because they were all, like, £3 on eBay, and I was like, oh, I might as well just get it. And most of them don't work. Most of my adapters don't work, so I tried to get, like... My big camera, my big um, microphone to link up to my iPad to record on there didn't work. Um, you know, lots of different things. So definitely shop around. Definitely. There's so good. much out there. So many good YouTubers um, and just honest reviews. Like they're not just trying to sell you something. And I, I, I didn't do my research. I watched a couple bits. I felt like, oh, yeah, I needed that. But just do your research and work with what you got. Yeah, exactly. You don't need lots of money no, to do it. No. What is the best compliment you've ever received? I do get this quite a lot. Uh, I think you might have said it. I know someone said it to me recently is that I have a good radio voice. And, and to me, that's a bit of a backhanded compliment. I think people mean it in a nice way. And I mean, I... I guess I have a, a nice voice for talking. I don't know. I don't really think of it like that. But when they, obviously, at, at the time, even now, we have more podcasts than videos. But for me, I'd like people to to see, I mean, maybe I'm awful on camera. I think I'm getting better. But I'd like people to compliment me on my camera skills more. Maybe I'm not that good. So that's why they haven't said anything. So I feel like, oh, yeah, you're rubbish on camera. But speaking to the microphone when we can't see you, you're great. <laughs> Like my voice on video sounds awful. Oh, yeah, yours doesn't. I hated it at first. Appreciate that. I've gotten used to it, but it, it, you know, it's like when you hear yourself on a recording, like that's how people hear you, and you, but that's not how you hear you. So, I yeah, I've gotten used to it. I think I sound a lot nicer than I actually do. <laughs> <laughs> I think you are a lot better in front of the camera. Thank you. Than you were. Yeah. Than you were. Yeah. But. No, if I had to rate you on your video or your voice, it would be your audio voice work. Thank you, thank you, I'll take that. You're yeah. <laughs> You're so welcome. Okay, so we're gonna go into a bit of a, uh, not a hole, not a hole, we're not going into a hole, we're just going into a little deeper part of okay. um, the Daily Weekly now. Uh huh. So, long time followers will know that a couple of months ago, Jake announced his um leaving from the daily weekly um i know you've been you know you guys have split, split up amicably um <laughs> and that sort of thing but how did it make you feel when 
Jake did turn around and say, I'm leaving. Um, this is one of the ones where I was like, if you don't want to answer it, don't. No, I'll, I'll talk about this. Um, yeah, I haven't, I don't think I've got anything bad to say. Like, you know, me and you would know, um, like, Jake took a back seat in January and until he left in March. And, you know, that's for a whole bunch of reasons that it's not for me to go into, but there's no bad blood between me and him. Um, like, you know, we always kept him in the loop of what was going on, and occasionally I still do now. Like, oh, you know, this is happening. I think at the beginning of this year, you know, once you joined the team, I thought, right, we can really up our game now. You know, we can spread things out, we can get more done. Because from pretty much September to December, uh, Jake and I did less anyway because you know we were both busy with like work and other things so the amount of content dropped started to drop then but I thought right in January we can get a bunch more done going for, through this year and we have you know we've still got through it but at first you know I was planning a lot of things with Jake involved have him in there um, so I had to rework some things but I, I miss him you know it it's it's no longer that original two best friends kind of like don't get me wrong Rachel we're friends but you know, <laughs> you know it, it... I'm never going to be your Jake am I <laughs> no 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 you can never replace him um, so yeah it, it does feel different and sometimes I do wish that, oh you know it if if Jake could come back it's like when we recorded our podcast birthday special it was just me and him and it was like old times so that was really nice um and you know, I hope he's happy to come back and guest every now and then, which is great. So hopefully, I can get him back again doing something soon. Um, but yeah, it didn't. After he took kind of that, like to me, I, I said it was like he went on leave. You know, like how I don't know if you ever had this in school, like a teacher would go off off for a bit for a few months, and then you find out they're never coming back. Did you ever have that? So yeah. Anyway, in my school, we had it. We had it happened quite a few times where. Teachers would just like go on leave and then eventually you hear that they left. <laughs> so internally, that's how I said it. Like, yeah, he's on leave right now. And then he decided not to come back. There were moments where I thought, yeah, he's just not going to come back. But then there were also times I thought, okay, yep. You know, this is the certain projects coming up. Jake is on board to do it. We can get back into it. And then it didn't happen. And when he made that video, like, I remember messaging our little internal daily weekly team group chat. I was like, oh you know he's messaged me he's just released a video and I was out at the time and we had already scheduled a podcast to go out on the same day which he didn't know about so that we had two things drop on the same day one was just as normal and then the other was this leaving video which he had spoke about doing like a while ago like oh why I left and then I didn't think he'd actually do it and then like that's when his official departure kind of came in like halfway through March and yeah so I was like okay this is like it's more official now, you know, he's not just maybe, it is, it's it's more of a no. But obviously since I've gotten talking to him, you know, it is leaning slightly back into the maybe side of things. But you know, if he's always welcome, the door is always, the door is always open. Um, and you know, maybe once these lockdown restrictions end, we can be a bit more, you know, we can actually do things in person and have different people and maybe, you know, cause like, I get it, this isn't for everyone. I, you know, like some people would rather see people do things in person as opposed to like a video chat you're watching, which I I get that, but you know we're working with what we got and he's welcome to come back. 
Yeah, absolutely. I feel like a lot of people saw it, like our followers saw it as a bit of a shock. Mm. When to us it was like, oh, like, okay. Yeah. He's he's announced it now. Yeah. So even though he never told us that he was formally, formally leaving and up going to upload that video, when he did upload that video, it wasn't that much of a shock. Mm. It was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Closing yeah. that chapter... Um, and but as Brad says, like he can come back when it's his, <laughs> it's his thing. <laughs> yeah, and that's another thing. It's like up until then, it was always mine and Jake's joint thing. Whereas now, it's just mine. But since then, you know, we've got new people join the team. You know, you joined. We've got Ridley. We've got Bethany. Everyone is doing things behind the scenes, working on things. And to me, it's always a team thing. That's why I wanted to get more people. Yeah, it's my thing. Yeah, I, you know, I might be in most of the content. I just that's just hap- that's just how it is at the moment. It might not always be that way, um, but it is a team thing, I guess. Like, you know, w- we had a little um, team meeting not too long ago where we like came up with like roles for each other, and I one of them that came around to me was the CEO, and I was like, I. I, I didn't feel too comfortable with that. Whereas before, like that is on previous projects, like even things that me and Jake have done before is like, I I would class myself as the big boss, you know, the CEO, the manager, whatever. I've That's that business side of me. But when it comes to this, I felt a bit uncomfortable. Like I don't mind being the face of it because essentially I am and it's it's mine now. But <laughs> I, I just felt like nah, it's not just me. You know, we all played the parts here. I guess that, again, leans into the next question quite nicely. Um, Why did you decide to recruit more people, more members? At the end of last year, I was writing some goals for the Daily Weekly to achieve by the end of this year. And one of them was to recruit more people to the team. Because one thing, especially during those last few months at the end of last year, is that me and Jake struggled to sync our schedules up where we were able to do stuff. From April to... August we pretty much had a podcast going out every week and then it stopped because of different things coming up and you know we went down to one a month which it still is at the moment you know I'd like to up that again you know when we can we will but it was just the idea to spread the workload so we can get more people involved and I wasn't just going around asking anybody I asked people who I thought would want to do it and who could benefit me and the daily weekly you know people who have that experience so um you know, as you know before, we had an Instagram group chat for which I made for people I knew who did some sort of creative thing like podcast or YouTube or blogging, that sort of thing. And at, at the moment, 95% of that group chat is now working for me, if you want to put it like that. <laughs> because th- uh, three out of the four people I asked said yes. And the fourth is still a maybe one day. So, you know, who knows for that? Yeah, and I, I, again, that goes on to my... Now, you're doing this so well, as if you've thank already read the questions. I, I haven't, but um, thank you. <laughs> why, why did you decide on me, Ridley and Bethany? I had my eye on all three of you for a while, probably since August. Really? And probably, yeah. Like, I was thinking, on a less... I was thinking, at that point, more of a casual basis. Like, oh, let's get these guys in. Let's, let's do something. Before, obviously, then it came to, right, let's get them, like, permanently on the team. But, obviously, you had your own podcast. And I think I've said before a couple of times is, despite how different they were, 
you know, I just saw it on my Instagram. You like you were sharing it, and I was like, oh, I'll check it out. I've got nothing better to do. And then it was just, it was two friends talking about stuff. I was like, do you know what, Jake? I messaged Jake the same day. I was like, we should finally do the daily weekly podcast. I would have asked Beth, but I knew she was busy with uni, so I thought, well, you know, that's not that's not going to work for either of us. Um, otherwise, you know, well. And then if Beth didn't go to uni or whatever, if you continued that, then you wouldn't be with That's us because you'd still be doing that. So, And then for Ridley, you know, I've known him for a few years. He's got an interest, a deeper interest in film that me and Jake ever have. He's much more technical about it. And he was doing a lot of film reviews on his Instagram accounts. And, and you know, he's studying, studying at uni. Yeah, yeah. And he hopes to be a director one day, so good luck to him. But I thought, again, he was someone I wanted to have on for a while and it just never happened. Um, so to have him on board now is it's great, you know. It is and a it's dream nice. come true having Ridley. <laughs> it like is perfect in the movie industry. Oh, it's just yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. Bethany. Um, she's, I mean, she's done some YouTube bits again. You know, I was kind of scouting her out. I've seen some of her YouTube videos again. Not I'm not the audience for that, but she was doing a lot of kind of vlogging and like just girly female oriented topics which don't apply to me obviously but she had that kind of she was comfortable on the camera she's done a lot of social media work she's done blogging so she kind of knows her stuff and that was an area that we were lacking so although it wasn't something she necessarily worked with before like broadly I thought she could be of some benefit and if she wanted to you know she was like yeah sure I can help out so yeah, and yeah. she's really good with the social media side of things and the yeah. promotion side of things because we're mm-hmm. all a bit naff at that. Um, oh yeah, I just... we we're useless in that area. We are, yeah. Because I remember I I dumped the social media on you. I was like, I don't... Rachel, can, you can do it. Just do whatever. First assignment: <laughs> just rebrand the social media. <laughs> of course. Yeah. I mean, we definitely post more than we did. That's before. So yeah. we're getting better. I can't do everything. I'm learning, people. <laughs> yeah, I love our little team now. Obviously, it would have been amazing to have Jake as well, but I love our team. Do you think you will recruit more in the future? Yes, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't rule it out. It's, it's not actively on my mind because then I don't want to get to the point where I have a bunch of people that I don't know what to do with. Whereas at, at the moment, I think it's okay. You know, the way you were <laughs> yeah. was impeccable. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm not lying about it. It's just like, yeah, I don't want to invite people to this thing and then they're like, oh, I haven't got anything to do because I wouldn't want to join something and then not have anything to do. It's like, well, why did you ask me? And then, like, if you want to get professional about it, it looks bad on your part. It's like, well, you don't know how to use your time or your people. It's like, But, yeah, I wouldn't rule it out. I'm happy with the team we've got for now. Hopefully none of us drop out. So, leaving the specialised daily weekly questions for just a moment um (laughs) how do you continue to learn about your niche how do you keep the daily weekly relevant in terms of content you know like you've seen it i have a list of ideas which i add to pretty much every day and it's nearly got 400 ideas now i'm not saying we're going to get through all of them and some of them are probably like duplicates and all that sort of thing but it's just whenever I have an idea I'll write it down just in case and if I see anything that other YouTubers are doing or if there's a trend going on I'll try and see if I can come up with something or 
if there's a certain event, yeah, I'll try and do something related to that. I think at the moment I'm mainly focusing on like the technical behind the scenes stuff, how I can improve what I do. So I watch a lot of YouTube education channels and like tech channels just to learn more about what I do so I can get better at it, so I can get faster, so I can do more, you yeah, know. Yeah, I think it's quite so. hard in this industry. I think our main challenge has definitely been what makes us different from the rest. Yeah. Not just yeah. in the podcasting world, not just in the YouTube world, but in the movie and TV world. Everyone mm. can, you know, give their two cents worth, but what makes ours worth watching or listening to? Um, mm -hmm. And I suppose that is why we got four people in our team now, because we've all got different viewpoints and mm -hmm. yeah. So we are coming to the end of our interview, Bradley. I'm sure you'll be pleased oh. to know. Um, really? So. Oh. I know. I okay. feel like we've been oh. recording for ages, but also no time at all. Um, yeah. So looking to the future, into the future, um, what advice would you give someone wanted to pursue a career similar to yours? I know that might not be the future, but like, it's influencing future generations. I'm going to look to the camera now and be really dramatic about this just start filming if you want to do something to do with youtube or if you want to make a podcast or write a blog just do it because me and jake first thought about it in 2018 that was three years ago where could we be now if we started three years ago you know and occasionally i do think oh that what if wasted two years doing nothing well forget that start today because if you don't start today someone else is going to start today and you're going to think damn how are they better than me you know, don't always focus on what other people are doing. Like, yeah, look for them for inspiration or see what your competitors are doing. But if you don't start, then you're never going to get anywhere. So you just got to do it. Phones are great these days. Just hold your phone up. Like I still do. I don't mind that. And just make a video. Choose something you're passionate about, something you can talk about. Just do it, you know. Don't buy, don't fall in the trap that I did and buy the expensive gear. Not when you don't need it, you know. If you've got the money and you want to do it, go for it. But... My advice is don't do that just yet and just start with what you got and just do it, you know. Absolutely. Just do it. Just is, do is it. Is that Adidas yeah. or Nike? I don't know. Just do it. I think it's Nike, isn't it? I think it? it's Nike. The Nike tick. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It just reminded me. Not a sponsor. Where would you like the Daily Weekly to be in one year's time? I was going to say five years' time, but I don't know if we can answer that but i feel like one year's time <laughs> we can talk about quite reasonably one year's time hopefully i'm still doing it can't right now i can't now. think i mean say if you or the other team members like leave for whatever reasons i'd like to think i would still do it i admire the people who just do a youtube channel by themselves like they can do that you know they can do everything i try but i can't do everything it helps with other people and, it, and i feel better doing things with other people but if, if it's just me, then I'm determined to see this through to the very end, whatever that may be. But for a year's time, yeah, it would be nice if, I don't know, maybe if there were a couple more people on the team. I don't know. If we don't have to worry about certain things and that we're free to go wherever we want and have people, that's the dream. It would be nice, say, if we were, if we re reached a thousand subscribers by this time next year or we started monetizing, that's great, you know? I think it's possible. I wouldn't say it's on the horizon right now, but it would be possible, I think, in a year, maybe, especially with how things are going. I just want to be happy doing what I'm doing in a year's time, oh, you know? so humble. Oh. 
helpful. I know. Um, I really enjoy doing this, so yeah, I hope to keep doing it. And my final question to you, Bradley, what does mm -hmm. being a content creator mean to you? That's a good question. I, I'm, I'm in it for myself, I feel, like I've mentioned, is that I'm doing this because it's something I enjoy. If people watch it and they like it, that's just a bonus to me. In general, I, I try to be a people pleaser, which I know is a bad thing because you can't please everyone. And I don't think that's really had an impact on this channel so far. Again, I've done things that I want to do, so I hope it stays that way. You know, I don't want to just wake up in the morning, just film this because I have to, and because, oh, they want that. Like, if they want, if they want it and I want it, I'll do it. You know? Okay, so that is all the questions I have for you, Bradley. Wow, do you know what? That was really good. I enjoyed that. I feel... Did you? Oh, yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I was worried that you just, I don't know, weren't going to talk, but you I, got it out. I hope I gave you some good answers there. So, thank you for watching. We hope you enjoyed, and we hopefully have some more interviews lined up. Maybe I'll turn the tables on Rachel and interview her. That would be about three hours long. Don't forget to like, comment and subscribe and share it with your friends. Yeah. And if you want to get involved in any interviews, hit us up on anything and yeah. we will more than likely accept. Because if we Probably. Just, if I'm just <laughs> interviewing the CEO, we'll take anyone. Bye! Bye.